Before we bring you today's episode of Literally Literature, we have a quick word from our sponsors over at Indigo. Indigo is the largest book, gift, and specialty toy retailer in all of Canada, and it's an amazing place to look for any major or obscure classic or modern novel you could ever dream to find. But wait, there's more. Right now, online and in-store, Indigo's Burning Hot Book Deal sale is raging on until January 31st. Get up to 50% off of all classics, up to 15% off of new releases, and up to 75% off any book with the author's name starting with a Z. So hurry now. You don't want to miss the flaming hot deals. Indigo, your one-stop shop for anything literature. Imagine yourself in a retro-futuristic time. The year is 1999, and the Cold War still rages on. And the American dream manufactured during the 1950s still thrives on and evolves, dear America, into a nation lacking any burdening thoughts or feelings. A nation where you may rest easy at night, not knowing the troubles and burdens of the rest of the world. Or nation, for that matter. A nation where anything thought-provoking that may cause burden is banned. A society where owning a book could have you imprisoned if you're lucky, and burned to a crisp if you're most unfortunate. This is the world of Fahrenheit 451, a world that Montag lives in internal emptiness and unhappiness because the whole world around him is nothing but brainwashed, and censored, with no thoughts of their own whatsoever. However, the themes of this story may have more meaning in modern society than they ever did in the past. Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Literally Literature, a podcast dedicated to looking into literature from both past and present, breaking it down, and feeding it all into your minds. In this week's episode, we will be covering Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury, an amazing novel which still holds major relevance over 68 years after it was initially written. However, what are the major themes this story has which burn in passionate relevance in the modern era? What do the themes themselves mean? Where are these themes found in the novel? All of this on this week's episode of Literally Literature. entirety of Fahrenheit 451, the reader is exposed to so many different environments and people in a plethora of different events which all contribute to the many themes of the novel. One of the first major themes Fahrenheit 451 dives headfirst into is the loss of individuality, and this can be seen literally anywhere throughout the entirety of the story. The theme is first introduced in the opening of the book, when Montague meets Clarice walking home from his place of work at the fire hall. Clarice is an extremely unique individual in the story, and is extremely curious about the world around her, and thinking outside of the norms of society, 
which to say are quite limited, Clarice even goes as far as to question Montag, who holds an extremely important job burning books due to their thought-provoking nature, if he had ever read a book, and if the rumor of firemen long ago putting out fires was true or false. The next part of the book brings us into Montag's home, where we meet his wife, Mildred, who cares for nothing but the world created by the television screens that cover entire walls, called in this world wall-to-wall circuits, and whose entire life has become solely comprised of and revolving around the family, which is a television program that Mildred, her friends, and most of society is completely addicted to. And whatever the programs say must be the truth and fact making it so that no one in the society has to be burdened with worries or thought-provoking materials which could cause, God forbid, bad, sad, or guilty feelings to arise. In the first third of the story, Clarice disappears, and after a few days, Montag asks Mildred if she knows anything about what happened to her, with Mildred responding that she had been killed by teenagers who hit her with a car and drove off which is a symbol for the death of individuality, and shows how shallow the relationships Mildred have are, and how impersonal she has become. Another major theme covered by Fahrenheit 451 is that of passivity, specifically that of the general population of a society. Over the course of the entirety of the novel, we see the entire population of the city Montag inhabits turn a blind eye, join in, or casually accept everything going on around them, from teens murdering others with vehicles to the mass burning of books and people. But why is this? Well, dear listener, I'm so glad you asked. So, let's get into the details of this theme. The population seen in Fahrenheit 451 becoming passive is caused by the censorship of the media and the alteration and censorship of facts, thoughts, and feelings. This is why, upon Clarice's death in the first third of the book, Mildred shows almost no compassion or feeling to her and Motang's neighbor, being brutally hit by teenagers driving a car before they drove off and abandoned her corpse. And on top of that, she forgot to tell Montag about it. I know, right? Talk about an amazing relationship they have. The end of Fahrenheit 451 has Montag running from the authorities after rebelling against the firemen and burning his captain after they burned down his house, and the entire population who is watching their wall-to-wall circuits is watching Montag be chased by a mechanical death hound as though it is a sport being watched. And they're even directed on the count of ten to look out their doors and call in if they spot Montag running. What a sick game! They're all completely brainwashed and passive so long as it brings them entertainment and happiness. So long as they're not an individual. So long as their knowledge, their thoughts, their feelings are altered and controlled. 
The majority of the population in Fahrenheit 451 has most obviously become extremely passive and complacent with the outside world. And so long as they are entertained and happy, why would they want anything to change? Yet another major theme which Fahrenheit 451 brings to the center stage is that of censorship. Ah yes, censorship, but not the kind of censorship that keeps you from going into that horror movie that totally won't keep you up for the rest of your life, no. But instead, the censorship of facts and anything that could possibly burden anyone. The censorship of media, entertainment, but most importantly, books. Books in Fahrenheit 451 are burned to a charred and ashy crisp. Or as the official slogan of the fireman goes, the men who burn the books, burn them to ashes, then burn the ashes. Yeah, I bet that gave you shivers, too. Believe me, I've got well over 500 books in my home between me and my family. But why do this? Well, books provoke thought. And some can also provoke strong emotions or depressing or angry thoughts. And to keep everyone happy and burden-free, you need to eliminate that possibility. And in a society where everyone is quote-unquote happy... You need to make it seem as though there were no other point in time where anyone was happier. Nor was there any other point in time that concerns anyone. All of this is achieved through the fireman, which our protagonist, Guy Montag, is a part of. The firemen burn books, and sometimes the people who read them, in order to censor all media and keep society happy. The result of the censorship has caused loss of individuality and passivity in the general population of America. I'm pretty sure you've begun to ask yourself this question. Mr. Narrator, with the incredibly soothing voice, how is any of this relevant to the modern era? Well, dear listener, I'm so glad you asked. The themes of Fahrenheit 451 are things that happen in the real world as well. We see people blindly following words of leaders and prominent powerful speakers, and the twisting and radicalization of their words. People passive to everything occurring in the world outside and living solely for their happiness and benefits with complete disregard for the safety of others. The media is censored and distorted to fit narratives that only convey parts of the stories instead of full pictures, and we are all passive to this. The modern world has reflections of Fahrenheit in it if you look for them. And that is why the book is so beloved and relevant to this day. Because the book is relatable, in a way, and shows what society following this to an extreme could potentially look like. It's also, you know, beloved for its story, of course. It's a great dystopian read, up there with Aldous Huxley's Brave New World and George Orwell's 1984. Just thought I'd let you know. Fahrenheit 
Fahrenheit 451 carries several major themes, with the ones mentioned being loss of individuality, passivity, and censorship, which are all still relevant today in our twisted and muddled society. But always remember, even though fire can be a symbol of destruction, it can also be a symbol of cleansing and hope. Literally Literature, signing off. And remember to stay tuned. There always might be something here in the future. <laughs>